It is so well defined what we have to do today. We got to go to work. We got to do. Hey, everybody. It's time for another NFL in London podcast. Week seven. Holy crap. Oh, man. I know. So fast. We're already a third of the way through now. Yeah. Definitely. Mm. And we know nothing. And we know nothing. We still know nothing. That's the one thing I've come to terms with. I think last week really proved we know nothing. Yeah, exactly. I would say this year, kind of the great thing about this year is it feels wide open. Mm-hmm. Like and, and it doesn't really feel like there's any dominant team right now. Um, yeah. And this week, it, again, this is where now you're going to have to start seeing again. we got the trade deadline coming up in literally, I think, like 10 days. Yeah. So this week's going to be huge to determine like what teams are selling, what teams are buying, who's who's their like, true. Because, you know, like teams like the Raiders, who could be four and three if they beat the Bears. Mm-hmm. This and then like, how yeah. are the Raiders four and three? No, with exactly. that, oh, Hoyer. Versus um, Baskin or whatever his name is, Bajon. Robbins, Tyson Bajon. Um, yeah, no, it's it's really uh, sort of that topsy turviness. Like, he, and you, you don't really know. I think last week we all thought oh, 49ers, Eagles, and they both take losses. Um, and there yeah. are those three and three teams that we're looking at going, Are you supposed to be here? Um, and other teams that, as you say, have to make some decisions because you know. Do you make some players? Do you rip apart a team? Do you do you look at your team and go, okay, let's think of next year. Let's get rid of some of this expensive weight. Um, yeah, I think that's a big, it's going to be a big decision for lots of teams. Uh, so it's going to be quite exciting deadline because we had McCaffrey last year. And look how well that yeah. turned out. Like they're one of the best trades ever. I mean, I mean let's talk about the Thursday night game too, because you got New Orleans now, who's now three and four. And they almost had a chance to come back and, and try to, <clears throat> to win this game up. But you start, have to start looking at New Orleans and, you know, all the guys they've got and, Ugh, it's it's what are you going to do there? I mean, the car situation. I mean, the guy's throwing for tons of yards, but they don't get anything in the red zone. Exactly. That's kind of what we talked about in the in the preview. We just mm-hmm. said the, it's, it was another classic Derek Carr game, right? You need him to make big plays. Just chucking it seven yards out of bounds. Yeah. Um, the offense just looked basically just again. You have a lot, but you have the pieces. Like, yeah. Like, um, you know, Camaro looked really good out there. But then again, you got right near the line. They just couldn't punch it in. It was just because everything became difficult. Uh, it's 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 not just Carr. Like, I think it's partly like this. Dennis Allen has been a kind of a disaster mm-hmm. of a coach because it doesn't really have an identity. His team has no identity. They've been lost offensively now for a couple of years. Like, how is Jameis Winston no better? Like, Jameis threw for 5,000 yards one yeah. season. Derek Carr's never done that. Like, Jameis... At least is like aggressive to a tragic fault. Yeah, unfortunately, because there's turnovers. But I mean, if I'm if I'm a Saints fan and I'm I'm watching that, I, I'll, I'll take the number one overall pick. So you can see if he's got a bit of Geno in him. You know, give him another chance and see yeah, what I he mean, can do. Because there's so much what talent do we do in the There's wide That's receivers. I mean. Yeah, yeah, and and Michael it's Thomas is is producing. You know, he's still catching the ball, but you, you do have a lot of guys. You got Shahid as well. So, you know, the running game's there. Um, the offensive line just doesn't seem to be there either. They're still struggling to get that ball through, and there are some, obviously some issues with blocking. But um, And then Jacksonville. Hey, you know what? Five and two now. Um, yep. And and Jacksonville now, and you know, we're talking about the five and one teams. Some of those teams are going to be five and two after this weekend. So, yeah. you know, you, Jackson, Jacksonville's in a conversation now because they're after the London games. They're getting the running game going. They're playing well. They're playing smart football. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence looked like, even though he's had a knee injury, he was mm-hmm. moving around, got a lot of big third downs running. They couldn't really stop him. Hey, he's got again that play to Kirk, which was just yeah. great. Kirk just and him are just, really, just yeah. let him run. They they got all the pieces. Like that's the thing. 
blocking. If they can maybe shore up a bit defensively, they're doing well getting defensive touchdowns. I think most yeah. last couple of games got a lot of defensive help, especially in the secondary. Josh so Allen's having a great year for them as well, sack-wise. Yeah, exactly. So you can see them being buyers, right, in the yeah. trade deadline, feeling that, like, now five and two. Like, listen, we, again, a lot of people said this could be a team that fights for the one seed, you know, because yeah. they're in a crap, crappy division, bit of a cakewalk schedule for the season. Yeah. So they, they're just like, they're kind of like the AFC version of, like, or the, the Saints, what the yeah. Saints thought they were going to be, you know, cakewalk schedule. Got a new quarterback that's at least competent, but it just hasn't worked out. And I don't think it's going to get any better. I think we've seen Derek Carr, who he is. Yeah. And this is definitely who Derek Carr is. We've been saying this. It's like it's not going to change. He's a good quarterback, but he doesn't win. You know, he's just. Yeah, it's unfortunate gonna, like that. You know, he's got a bit of cousins in him, but yeah, I'd rather have cousins any day of the week over Carr. Well, you look at like, you know, Drew Brees, who put up tons of yards, but he scored. You know, and that was a thing. He was able to move, and Carr is putting up the yards but not getting the points. Um, and it's got to be frustrating. But, um, you know, it's got to be on him, got to be on the old line. We'll move into our week seven picks. Uh, not as, you know, it's a few buys this week. So we only have six games in the one o'clock slate, which is all right. Oh, that's all right. Finally, I hate it when they put like nine. It's just yeah, too it, many. Makes, it makes the red zone nice and comfy, doesn't it? Yeah, that way you're just you're flipping between it. You've got that. And I think there's, uh, you know, the, the four games yes. that. Can, at nine o'clock, so it's uh, not too many. Uh, Scott Hansen's like Scott Hansen's like I don't care. Put all the games at once. Do it. I can yeah. do it. I can do it. That's what they should do one day. Scott Hansen a heart attack. Put every game at one o'clock. There you go. Well, no, I mean, week no seventeen time. usually isn't it? Last week this season. Sometimes. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's true. That is true. Last week is a lot of that because they want. No, is there's still tiebreakers. Nine o'clock game. Yeah, 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 depending exactly. on depending on if there's going to be depending on how the season works out. Uh, let's go off to the NFC, where Atlanta is three and three, and they're facing a three and two Tampa Bay team. I think a lot of people, you and I, uh, you sort of look at Atlanta, and then Desmond Ritter does his thing, um, yes. which is yeah, Desmond Pickens, as I call him. Um, Tampa Bay's three and two. Tampa Bay's favored by two and a half in this one. Obviously, a tough loss for Baker last week. He shouldered that one. The thirty-eight and a half points over under. Uh, I mean, a lot of people don't think this is going to be a high-scoring one. Tampa Bay at home. Uh, against Atlanta. Can Atlanta finally get this together? They just seem to be relying on this running game and uh, the passing game. Well, yeah. Yeah, not so it much. Be Desmond, Desmond Shitter. Is Desmond Shitter. Desmond. Okay, yeah. Definitely. That's Desmond. so obvious, though, but yeah. Yeah, it's too obvious. It is too obvious. Well, but it's so apt. It's so yeah, apt it because is. that's exactly how he's playing right now. And again, he's kind of playing for... I don't know. I keep saying this. He's playing for his career and he keeps playing bad games and keeps getting the start. So I don't know... Like, again, this division's still in the open. Like, again, you had Tampa, who, you know, had that kind of loss where they had no nothing to mm-hmm. show for against Detroit. Couldn't really get it moving. Um, and, you know, the Atlanta defense isn't bad. It's going to be able to make plays, especially with Baker at quarterback. You can get to Baker because he holds on to the ball a lot. Yeah. But to me, it's just, yeah. Are you going to like to see Bijan get his first rushing touchdown? Like, to really, Arthur Smith, to commit to the run. Um, but... I man, if Ritter does what he did last week, like how can you keep putting him out there? Like you yeah, have like a revolt, like like the Jets had with Zach Wilson last year, where the teams wearing Mike White shirts, like just just trolling his own, their own quarterback in front of his face, and it's going to turn into that because again, like we've said it a million times, they got the pieces, they got the weapons. It's either going to be Arthur Smith, you're not getting this done, or. Let's make a again a day a team that if they stink this week, do you go get Tannehill? You yeah. Know? 
to go try and get some cousins and someone because again, if, <laughs> Matt Ryan, bring him back, baby. Yep, bring, bring him, him back. back. That would Take be him out of the booth. Um, that would be hilarious. But yeah, I, I think it's a it's a must kind of must win for Atlanta. I'm gonna take Atlanta. I think that I'm not a real believer in the Bucs. I think they're good, but I don't think they're gonna win the division. I think Atlanta's a better team. They got better pieces of younger. Mm-hmm. Um and I think they have a better I would say better coach because Tom Bowles is the other coach. Yeah. So um, I gotta go with Atlanta to win. I think it's not gonna be pretty, it's not gonna be very high scoring. I'm gonna go 20 to 17. Funny enough, Ryan, I've got it 20 to 18 for Atlanta. Same thing. Uh, I think it's gonna be low scoring. Uh, it's Atlanta's defense, it'll probably step up here and you're getting the running game. I feel a bit wankish taking Atlanta again, uh, because Desmond Ritter has you know picking the, picking the game away. Um, but I, I don't know. Battle of crappy teams. You're right. I think Tampa Bay. I don't know. They they've shown some signs of it, and then other time, signs are not. I don't know if they're a three, really a three and two team. Um, but I think Atlanta can beat them here. I've got it twenty to eighteen. One point difference between you and I. We're off to Chicago in Soldier Field with the one and five Bears. Jesus are hosting the uh, <laughs> Las Vegas Raiders, who are three point favorites. Brian Hoyer, three and yeah. three. Uh, Jimmy I mean, G is out, ever. and it's Tison Bejon. Or Tyson Bagent, as you want to call him. His father was a champion arm wrestler, uh, division four kid. <laughs> I'm whatever. gonna say trapeze artist. Yeah, you guess. know what? I like the I'm liking this kid. I'm liking this kid. I I you know, I got a good feeling about him in this one. I, I say that <laughs> I say that now. You'll see me at halftime. God damn. Yeah. Um, but what are what are you thinking in this game? You're you're uh the Vegas and and the three and three team that doesn't seem to be a three and three team, but here they are. Oh, my God. This is the worst game maybe ever. We thought that uh, Denver game was going to be bad, but that was yeah. actually like an entertaining, fun game because of the comeback. or the. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is just like Hoyer versus Badgen. Like, come on. This is the NFL. That's like if you saw that in the XFL, you'd be like, I'm going to give that a pass. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to watch that game. And now this is an NFL game. Oh, my God. I don't I don't know. How can you bet on this? I went, This is the complete stay away. Um, just because there's just so like you could go with Hoyer, who's definitely the more experienced of the two, but my God, um, this is I mean, I'm going to go with the Raiders. I think again, uh, I'm just going to go with who's got the better weapons. You got you got Josh Jacobs, you got uh, Devontae Adams. You can at least Scott. You got Max Crosby, who can make Badgett's life. He can wreck the game. He's mm-hmm. one of those guys. Just right now, again, you got. Be a bear's gonna teach more, but that's not gonna be enough to again. I haven't seen, even seen this kid play. At least I've seen Hoyer He'll yeah. get you 14 points, maybe. I think that's all you probably need. <laughs> I'm gonna go 14 10. Um, I just I don't think it's just gonna be ugly. This is one where you can kind of sneak like like a Raiders defense in on fantasy and just be like, uh, oh, maybe maybe Max Crosby like, does the whole thing. Yeah, maybe Max Crosby gets you like four sacks because this guy's holding on to the ball all day. Uh, or even vice versa, go with the Bears, D. Why not? In fantasy, yep. going against Hoyer. Um, so again, I got the Bears. Game. I got the Bears to win this one. I know you do. Tison Bajon will do very well in this game. I'm going to give him a French name that way I can yell it and it sounds better. Yeah. You know, I like the. I saw him do karaoke and I like his style. So I think he's a bit. He he doesn't have the same scrambling abilities of Justin Fields, but he he is good on his feet so i am going to look at him for fantasy in terms of a prop bet in terms of his running ability although 
crappy betting apps here in the UK don't well, have is it. Is it going to be like a thousand in a daily fantasy? Oh, probably something, <laughs> but I'll, I, I will take them. I will take them in it. I, I believe in them. 1916. I got it. Chicago wins. Gets the win. Cleveland. What's and the over? What's the over under in that game? Thirty-seven and a half. Uh, I thought it was going to be low. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got it. Thirty-five. Um, it's what the they were saying. The weather's supposed to be quite windy as well. Uh, there's a wind uh, from remnants of a storm coming up. So I think on the East Coast games, there there is talk <laughs> of a weather warning. So it's just something to keep in mind. If the every gonna... week, every week there's a weather storm it's, uh, going it's on. It's hurricane season, sloppy, baby. Making yeah. some sloppy football games. That's yeah, what it's doing. It's what you get, except for Florida. Uh, see, so you know, he likes it sloppy is Deshaun Watson. Um, I don't know if he does, but he's three and two and he's coming back. It's Sunday and it's not Chick-fil-A. He's finally working. Um, they're taking on the Colts who are three and three Minshew mania. Minshew got picked last week. Minshew yeah. is now facing the toughest defense in the league <laughs> who is frightening. This team is frightening. And, you know, maybe, I, I don't know. You, you got uh, Deshaun back. They've got some weapons on this team. They've got a defense. They're three and two. Is this when they start to, to go for it? What do you think, Ryan? Uh, 39 this is, this points is over under, two-point favorite for Cleveland. I mean, like, it feels crazy. I, I I would, even if P.J. Walker was playing, I would take Cleveland. What is the spread? Two and a half? Three? Two. Well, three? I have it two. The one I saw was two. But it that changed. feels crazy. Like, it feels like Cleveland's defense alone could win you that bet mm-hmm. without any offense. And if Deshaun's coming back, that feels like a good a good bet this week. Um, you know, we saw Minshew. He's going to have problems. And the, the crazy thing about the Colts is they got um, Zach Moss is second in the league in rushing, which is yeah. just nuts to think of. That they three just and a half. Sorry, I've just checked it now. It's still. three and a half. I can see the latest yes. updated, but I got mine. I, I checked it in it too. I still nice. feel good about betting three and a half. I just think if Deshaun Washington comes back, this is a no man. Mm-hmm. Like the the way Minshew played last week, again, now going up against like those. Defense is literally giving up no points, no yards. They've shut down almost every quarterback they've played, except that one game where they had basically uh, Lamar and no mm-hmm. quarterback. Um, so, I, yeah, I'm going with Cleveland to win this quite easily. I just, I love my Minshew, but he's more of a heroic coming off the bench yeah. hero like than he is when he starts. So I'm going to go. I think it's going to be tough. I think the losing of Richardson's kind of been deflating for the team. And yeah. even like the fans, you must just be like, oh, all right, I guess let's just have a crappy season and get a high draft pick so we can get a receiver. So I'm going to go with Cleveland to win this quite easily. I'm going to go 24 to 13. Yeah, I, I'm pretty close with you. 21, 13. Um, I can't see, you know, the, the mustache rides going very far against that Cleveland defense uh, for Gardner Minshew. Gonna be tough. They're gonna be in their face, and and in that offensive line that Indianapolis had a few years ago is missed. Um, so I don't see them getting much going. You know, and um, that that there's such a stifling defense. And and if Deshaun is back and his shoulders finally feeling good, um, you know, I think that was it. He was quite honest. Yeah, I saw an interview with him, and he's like, "Look, I I can't if I can't chuck the ball down the field to talented receivers, I'm a useless." You know, and so I think now he's finally gotten to the point where he knows he can get get the ball deep. So I, I'm with you. 21-13. This game, I think, is on Sky here in the UK. It's Detroit, who's five and one. They're against a Baltimore squad who is uh four and two, but Baltimore favored in this game. Three-point favorites. 42 points is the over-under in this one. Um, is Detroit, is it hype? Are they gonna run through 
the Ravens supposed to be windy in Baltimore for this one as well. Uh, they're talking about winds of 30 miles an hour. So that could affect the passing game. Um, what are you liking in this one? In, in- I, it's great. Yeah, the greatest, one of the best stories of this whole season is just how good Jared Goff has been. Jared Goff's basically made it impossible for them to probably do what their original plan was, which Get was probably to trade for. Well, I think originally when they took Goff, and traded Stafford, they were mm-hmm. probably thinking, oh, well, Goff's going to... And they were terrible that yeah. first year with Goff, but yeah, Goff kind of won some games in the end. And now he's a, he's a top-five quarterback. Like yeah. He's literally going out week after week. He's not making any... He's barely making any mistakes. He's accurate. He's smart with the football. He's got weapons. And he's, he's basically just spreading it out. He's playing the best football of his career. Mm-hmm. And this defense is just... And is, is he's got... Like, actually has like a full... Feels like a full team. If they get, if it only feels like they could have done something more than Jameer Gibbs, because he just feels like if you could have had another impact player, maybe mm-hmm. he does it this week, but we haven't really seen it. Uh, but I, I like Detroit. I think Detroit's a kind of fun, exciting team. I think Baltimore is gonna still waiting to see what that identity is. They'll have good quarters and then they'll go away, and then they'll mm-hmm. have like baffling turnovers or fumbles or drops they're just too sloppy and i think detroit's at least right now it's got kind of like that early momentum in the season where baltimore is kind of they win but it's ugly and it's this and that it's but detroit's like just beating teams and they're mm-hmm. just beating everyone in their way so I, i'm gonna stick with it what's the what's the spread is three, three points and a half? for baltimore that i had seen three points. oh i'm gonna take detroit i'm gonna take detroit to win this i think it's gonna be close i think it's gonna be a really fun game that i can see why it's, it's gonna be probably the game of the week so yeah. Um, and I just traded Lamar Jackson in fantasy because I have Jared Goff. I'm I'm confident. Wow, that confident. That Jared, well, I'm confident that Jared. I needed a receiver. Yeah. Um, but if I had Jared Goff, I felt like because he's played, he's a top five fantasy quarterback this year. So it's like, why not? Yeah, sure. He's got all the weapons. I'm gonna take it to win twenty. Uh, twenty seven to twenty five. Ooh. <clears throat> um, I don't know. I like Baltimore in this one, and the wind kind of bothers me. Because I don't think people are going to go deep, um, and it's going to rely on the running game. I think Jamar Gibbs will have a great, a good game. I do worry about Baltimore's the injuries on this team. Like, what have they got? Um, but I still kind of like them at home. I think that you know, after the London game, after everything that they sort of gone through, I, I think and Lamar sort of you know kicking everyone in the butt, going get it together, guys. Like I'm putting myself out there. Stop dropping the balls. You know, get it together. I think there's. I think he's frustrated by this. And I think it's probably he's strong enough presence in the locker room to command them to get a win here. So I actually like Baltimore to win this one. Not big 23, 21. I think the weather will play a factor in this one. Baltimore wins it, but Detroit covers it. All right. Uh, Buffalo is visiting Bill Belichick and Bill Belichick is on a streak. It's a losing streak as new England is tied for Chicago with Chicago at one and five. (laughs) Buffalo four and two. Uh, they're nine and a half point favorites and a 42 and a half point over under. Uh, over under, obviously, they're looking, there's supposed to be some bad weather, I think, coming up New England way as well. Uh, but New England at home, Bill Belichick, nine and a half point. Dogs. Ooh, that yeah. is ugly. What are you thinking on this one? Your 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 Bill four and two. They need to win. Well, I am I'm concerned because of how the offense has looked the last couple of games. Um, you can say it's London, you can say it's hangover, but something's been off. The fact that the Giants had to shut out for three quarters is just unacceptable, especially when you're at home and you're supposed to be. They're two Steph Diggs dependent. Hopefully they get Dalton Kincaid back and they can actually start using this guy 
like like a weapon. You draft him in the first round. Mm-hmm. He almost gets never gets the ball. So let's let's see if they can finally start incorporating him again. They have injuries on defense. With you know, I think Ed Oliver is going to be out as well. They just was just one guy after the next on that defense, so they can get ran on. That's mm-hmm. this team. The Bills are going to be short with a lot of backups coming in on that defensive line. So the Patriots, I think they can keep it at least close. I think these teams, it's in New England. These two teams play each other like they hate each other. But like Josh Allen has owned them, yeah, recently. But I just, I just think that the Patriots again, they're coming off like bad loss after bad loss after bad loss. So, and if even if they bring in like someone like Malik Cunningham, if they bring him in, he could just be a guy who brings a spark who because yeah. they have no, there's no, there's no footage on him, there's no, there's no tape, so yeah. he could just come in and cause a little bit of problems, especially with his feet. So I think the Patriots could keep it close. Um, I think they'll keep it within the the ten. So I think they'll go twenty seven twenty for the Bills, but. It's it it could just be like let's see how long Mac Jones goes if he yep. even starts because it's just been like it's almost like malpractice put this guy in I like, get him out put him in get him it's like it's kind of getting abusive now like an abusive relationship oh it's it's quite obvious on his face it's an abusive relationship and you know yeah. you, you just feel bad for the kid it's like he's a the ginger stepchild that's getting backhanded <laughs> by Bill Belichick all the time yeah. Um, I do you know it's one of the, here's I could see the game going this way is that New England keeps them feisty, takes a bit of a lead, thwarts them a bit with Bill. And then the second half, Buffalo is like, screw this. We need to start scoring. Because I think there, there's a frustration. I don't know if because Josh Allen is getting ready for pitch perfect four or whatever he's doing with his girls. <laughs> I, I don't know what's happening there. But there is some sort of drama. You know, I don't know if Gabe Davis is going to get the other. And you're right about Kincaid, but he seems to toss it more to Knox anyway. So... The, and Knox has been barely doing anything. It just yeah, yeah they just seem the, off. The they're not. Offense. He's not. And in the hero ball, you still see it. Like it's still simmering. He wants to play hero ball, and he it's like you don't play hero ball. So, but yeah. I still think that they'll come away with it in the fourth quarter. Uh, I got it twenty eight eighteen. I think I think they'll just barely cover the spread. The last of the one p.m. games is Washington, the Commanders, who might be looking to do a little fire sale themselves. Uh, you know, getting rid of some things. They got some talent to could get rid of it and rebuild the team. They're three and three, two point favorites over the New York Giants, who are one and five. And things are are deboling down uh the wrong path. One and five. Uh, Daniel Jones is the devil in Daniel Jones this year. Thirty nine and a half points the over under. Uh, Giants at home. Weather's gonna be crap. Um, man, this is gonna. You thought the Bears game? I think this is the worst game. <laughs> I don't know. The Bears game is pretty, pretty bad. Nah, um, this is this is garbage time. What are you? What are your thoughts? You go first on this. Yeah, game. look, uh, I think the Giants look. They they were showing some signs against Buffalo, and that was not bad. The defense actually was like, what the heck? I don't know if it was Buffalo just being inept, but I think the Giants have a chance here. They're at home, and this is one in five. I think Dable is like, this is enough. So I think that he's going to lose it. I think Washington has also had enough injuries on their side. Um, I don't know if they can actually, you know, the defense is there, but I think, you know, Saquon can put it together. I've got a a low scoring game. I've got New York winning it 19 to 17. Um, Yeah. But I could just see it just being low, crappy weather. But I think, I think New York really needs this win. Uh, Yeah. I think, yeah, I think he got with, yeah, I think you're right. That's going to be low scoring because you got Tyrod, and Ty- what Tyrod's going to do is 
He's just not going to put the ball into harm's way. And yeah. we saw at least last week, you got to give the Giants credit. Their defense did play well. They they made Josh mm-hmm. Allen's life hell. They they were getting pressure on him. They were batting balls down. They were because they do have a couple of little pieces. They have like a decent defensive line. They just yeah. haven't been able to kind of get anything going. And again, now you're going up against a guy who's getting historically sacked. It's yeah. going to be in a body bag by the end of the year at this rate. So you can be able to get to him. Sam Howell's going to be able – I'm going to go with Washington. I think Ooh. the fact that they got at least – they at least have a more dynamic offense, you know, with, with Robert. Like Howell can make big-time throws. He's yeah. going to kill you a couple times, but we've seen him do that. He can make plays with his feet. They got McLaurin and Doxon. You know, they got at least, a, you know, Robinson and, and Gibson. So they could, they could definitely got more weapons than the Giants do. And just with Tyrod, it's just going to be Saquon. And, and yeah. I just don't think it's enough. I think Washington's just that at least has a defensive line that's going to make it hard. They're going to be able – but and they just not – I wouldn't be scared of the Giants' offense, especially those receivers coming at me. So, again, I think you're right. Low scoring. I go 21-16 uh, for Washington. Yeah, turd fest Bears game will be better. That yeah, takes us it's... into the later games. Uh, and so we get into the 4 o'clock games. And, ooh, Arizona, uh, Joshua Dobbs. Yeah, they're playing feisty, keeping themselves in it, but they're only 1-5. They're at Seattle, who's 3-2. and Eight-point favorites. Gino. Eight point favorites at home, 44 and a half points is the over under. Um, eight is eight points too much against an Arizona team yeah. who's who's maybe kept things a little close. I mean, I know James Connor's out, but um, they've they've their defense and, and their ability to score. And Joshua Dobbs, uh, he's a bit feisty. Well, it's uh, yeah, they were at the beginning. It's kind of feistiness is kind of feeling like it's fallen off the last couple of weeks. They're getting they're yeah, like you said, they, you know, losing Connor was, was a they're literally cogging their whole offense. Yeah. The machine. And I think this is a big game for Gino. He needs a he needs a big game after, especially last week when he just couldn't finish drives where he kind mm-hmm. of constantly in the red zone, just couldn't get it through. Um, which really what did cost him, it literally cost him the game though, chance after chance. The fact that they're at home. I think this is a good chance for a Geno bounce back game to kind of sit there. Ten does was it nine and a half? That we said eight. I've got eight it at eight, eight that I eight. saw it. On Still, eight. does seem a lot. I think Washington. Yeah. yeah, like you said, at least Arizona's defense is can at least play a can keep them in in this yeah. game. I think at least a bit. I know Buda Baker might be out. That's a big. So they're going to be able to test that. I'd like to see Seattle get. Smith and Jigba more like when all we heard about is this guy's the first receiver taken in the draft. It's going to be dynamic in in the slot, and they just yeah. haven't really used him. He's no, constantly exactly. you know thirty yards, forty, and I'd like to see him kind of show that. That I don't know if it's a Geno thing because he's so used got so many mouths to feed with DK and Lockett, but I'd like to see Geno's kind of spread it around, have a nice bounce back, three touchdown home game. Uh, get the crowd back in his favor. So uh, I, I, I think Seattle wins this pretty pretty easily. But I'll say um, – I'll go 28 to 21. I'll say that Arizona can cover. covers. Yeah, I'm yeah. with you on Arizona covering here, and I, I can see also a big score in it. I've got 30 to 24. Um, I think Kenneth Walker would have a good game because Arizona doesn't stop the run very well. Um, so he could gash them for quite a bit of yards. <laughs> Um, you know, three one of those three touchdown games in DraftKings that'll help you out. Um, yeah, I, I just a lot of points. Still, it's no a team with not a lot of defense going on between both of them. So yeah, 30 to 24. Pittsburgh is three and two, but are they really? 
Uh, they're facing yeah. a L.A. Rams team who are three and three, three point favorites and a forty four point over under. Uh, L.A. at home, Pittsburgh has has been victim. I mean, you know, to themselves a lot in ineptitude, drop balls and and just not getting it. But they're getting some guys back, which is good for their health wise. Uh, the Rams, though, um, man, up and down. I mean, they've had some games where you think, oh my god, these guys are playing well, and then other games where they just dummy out. At home, how do you like uh, this game? Man? Well, and so I say at home, it's going to be still more Pittsburgh fans yeah. in LA than it ever is Reds. Oh, this is a little tricky one. I kind of like Pittsburgh to kind of win this. It kind of feels the fact they're coming off a bye. They've been had time there. Yeah, like you said, the games mm-hmm. of people. Deontay Johnson's coming back, yeah. which is definitely going to help, especially with Pickens maybe being able to go a bit more, kind of use him the way they do going deep on the on the post routes. But I, I just think, again, I think the fact that this defense can make life hell, the Pittsburgh defense is really, really strong. Um, and I think even though like it's been really fun, the Nakua and Cooper Cup just looks like he hasn't even missed a beat out there. So I think this could be a little like kind of fun shootout. Mm-hmm. Neither like I think at least Stafford's playing some of the like best football. McVeigh is kind of feeling himself. Like everyone's like, oh, he's he's won his Super Bowl and he doesn't give a shit anymore. He's contemplating retirement and he's coming back out. Yeah. yeah, he's had a baby. He's ready to move on. He's a thirty. He's done it all by his time he's forty. He's, yeah. Um. So, but he's just got a new got a new vibe to him. So I I think this could be a fun game. I'm gonna go with Pittsburgh to kind of squeak one out. I'm gonna go a thirty to twenty seven for Pittsburgh. But I think it's gonna be a really fun game. I think it could be a good game. And, you know, it's I think Matt Stafford is gonna be in for a heck of a day because you know Pittsburgh defense, as you say, a week off. Uh, Watt and and that's sort of the the heart still of of this team. Um, yeah, I think LA's you know could use a break at this point. You know, um, uh, I think it'll be tough for them, but I could see Pittsburgh really challenging them here. Uh, maybe Deontay makes an impact. Maybe they get the running game going. But I think the defense is really going to keep them in the game. I've got LA winning it, but Pittsburgh covering it. I've got it twenty six twenty four, but a real tight game. The other LA game, ooh, not so good for them as the Chargers, two and three. And, you know, Khalil Mack, damn, uh, we miss you, brother, because uh, he's had a <laughs> heck of a year. Uh, two and three. Well, a heck of two games. A heck of two yeah, games. Yeah, the first five games. games yeah. The first five games, he had no sacks. So. And then he's just been stacking uh, a ram up. But Kansas yeah. City and their defense has come alive. Chris Jones, since he's been back, they're five and one. Um, there's still some issues, I think, on the offense, uh, but uh, they're five and a half point favorites at home, 48 and a half points over under. I don't know if Taylor's going to be there, but um, <laughs> I know disappointing Kansas City at home. Um, man, these Chargers, they got to get get something together here. This this is not the team I think everyone thought it was going to be. And Justin Herbert is not really looking. Uh, I like don't think Herbert it's team. that surprising. I think they're exactly the team. A lot of people when they didn't fire. Brandon you think State, it's a coach. Exactly. Here. This is exactly the team. The one thing I will say is at least Herbert's kind of had Mahomes' number. He's one of the only quarterbacks in the NFL who's who's been able to beat Mahomes a couple times um, Mm -hmm. in his career. So they've always kind of played these games really close. So like five and a half, I like. Um, I think that's a really good bet. I think like Staley's kind of fighting for his job. I think if he has another like classic, you know, they have a chance to win it and doesn't do it. Like he's got a couple more weeks before I think they just blow it up and mm-hmm. fire him. Because again, if you, I think they can keep this close. I even think this is one the, the Ram, uh, the Chargers could pull off a little, little sneaky upset. Ooh. I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with nice. the, I'm going to go with the Chargers. Little sneaky upset. I think they, I think Herbert does. Play, he had a bad game last week. 
So I think he's going to want to have a bounce back game. Mm-hmm. Staley knows he's fighting for his job. I think the Chiefs, again, they got Miko Hardman back, but there's something hasn't been right on their offense yeah. as well. It's looked a bit lost. They haven't really had any weapons. And Kelsey, yes, he's back, but he's still kind of nursing a little injury that could be lingering throughout the year. It's a broken so heart. I, I, yeah, I am now, not yet. Um, I am go- going to go with the Chargers on a little fun, little upset. Uh, 29 to 27. I'm gonna go. Ooh. Nice score, Scoragami. Um, yeah, uh, I, yeah. I don't know. I just the Chiefs, man. And the the problem is, it's the coaching for the Chargers, and I just I can't see them beating the Chiefs. You know, like they just see they've had their number before, but man, I, I, it would be great if if Justin Herbert got the win, and then Taylor Swift like dumped Kelsey and is like, I want to date him <laughs> yeah. instead. I don't, like, I, just switches. I, date, I don't date losers. I don't date losers. And then next thing you know, she's seen with Justin Herbert and it's like, oh my God, oh my God. It becomes a real housewife. I don't know. Look, I uh, I just, I can't see the Chiefs losing at home. I just can't. And and I the five and a half to me, I, I've got it at seven. So I've got 30 to 23. Chiefs win. Uh, Chargers go to two and four. I just, I can't see it. I just. Against this Chiefs defense, I think he's going to be in for a rough day. Rough days, Green Bay, uh, coming off a bye. Uh, it's a bye week, not a change in lifestyle. They're two and three, uh, and they're one point favorites at Denver. Oh, Denver, doing better uh, with Kenny or what's his name, Lockett, I think, or what's his name was better quarterback or than what's his name. I saw anyway, stupid. Denver's one and five, <laughs> and it's not going well for Russell Wilson uh, and company. One and five, tied with the Bears again, another one and five record. 44 and a half points over under mile high city, uh, man, Packers, they could use a win here, but Jordan love, man, that was a bad last game. Can they get it together in this one? Well, it feels like, yeah, Denver's always the, uh, the kind of, uh, get right game now yeah. for a team. Kick, Whenever kick they're in the groin. Oh, thank God. We got Denver. on. T- I think, I, I think Sean Payton's trying to tank. Uh, I think he wants one of these quarterbacks, um, and I think they're just going to, I think we're seeing the end of Russ base basically. Yeah. Um, there was like a play apparently in the game. I didn't, I didn't really see it, but I was listening to uh, one other thing. And they said that Russ got rocked on the sidelines and like none of his teammates even tried to help him up. <laughs> like it's just that, like he's yeah. just got that vibe everywhere he goes now, or it's just, just no one wants to play for this guy. So um, how only so much Peyton could take, right? Last game, what, yeah. 95 yards and two, Two picks. It was ugly, yeah. as ugly as it gets. Um, so yeah, and I think again, this is a good get right game. If the, the Packers have had a lot of injuries, you know, if, if they get Aaron Jones back, without Aaron Jones, they're just not the same team. Like AJ mm-hmm. Dillon, they keep wanting him to be like Aaron Jones, but he's just not as good. He's not as dynamic. You can use Aaron Jones in the passing game, which you can't really do with AJ Dillon. And so yeah, I think this is a pretty easy one i think the packers had a had about five weeks if you have two weeks to prepare for denver and you can't beat them yeah then then it's over for jordan love so i'm gonna say they win this quite easily um i'm gonna go 31 to 17 look at you big score 48 points i can't see them scoring that many points but i see green bay winning because again as to your point two weeks off and if you can't if you can't kick the, the horse when it's down um you, you can't got, shoot you, the horse when it's like the horse clearly broken. The barn. <laughs> it's you, you got to wonder at this. At what point, you know, you look at the chunk of change you owe Russ, and at what point you just go, "Screw it, man! We're just going to eat this money." And and it's, this is the year we just eat it. Do you bench him? 
<clears throat> you know, like, is this the point where you sort of look and go, oh, uh, we don't, yeah, you just, I don't know. I, I there's got to be a point is, where if you, there's got, you can eat the cash and just sort of, because you you're, you owe them a lot, but, it, you know, you, you, you're going to lose a year, but at least eventually you can rebuild. Uh, he's just not, I guess that's not good. The question is too, the question is too, is like, do you have a better chance of tanking by playing Russ or by benching him? So is but it actually dude, more beneficial? You don't want to tank, though. I mean, I think I think the team. No, but I mean, if you want to get a new quarterback for next, if you want to, yeah, you want, you want a new, new quarterback. But I think for the momentum of the team, you, you don't, and the the morale. I you, don't you, think Sean Payton cares about yeah, that. Yeah, right well, now. I mean, you've got to at one point because, as, as to your point, if the rest of the team doesn't want to support him, well, then bring in someone. You know, bring in Drew Lock and bring in whoever you got on the bench. Um, Stidham, baby. Stidham. Yeah. Anyway, I got Green Bay winning this one, twenty-one eighteen. Ugly, ugly game. The game we want to watch, but we can't because it's on late. It'll be on at one thirty in the morning here in the UK. Miami, they're five and one. Mm. Philadelphia, they're five and one. Philadelphia, one and a half point favorites in this one. Uh, it's in Philly. Batteries will be flying. Um, this man, this is the game everyone wants to see. One of these teams is going uh, to to to, f- to five and two. Another one to six and one. Which team will it be? Philadelphia, three point favorites in this one, Ryan. It's actually went from oh. one and a half to three points actually. Yeah. I, I I like Philly uh, for a couple of reasons. I th- I think this is a big game for both teams. I think it's a big game because Miami has, has even though they've been like their offense is ridiculous. We all know that, but you know the teams that they have beat have been like the Giants, the Broncos, the Panthers, um, and I think the Chargers, which they could have lost. So and then when they played like a good. A good team, I say now where they're playing, but when they played Buffalo, they got spanked. Yeah. So this is like a real big can Miami play with the big boys? Because you're gonna have a defensive line that's gonna be able to probably get to Tua and not give him the kind of space to let Tyreek have his fun running around. Like he's not mm-hmm. playing like the Carolina Panthers this week. Like this yeah. is gonna be a real tough matchup. You can run the ball. I think Lane Johnson's going to be back. Yeah. Uh, so he's not going to be. You can run the ball in this Dolphins team. Like this, this isn't a great defense. You can definitely beat them. And I think Hurts coming off his worst game of his career. Um, so I think I go with the team that kind of got embarrassed and wants to bounce back. And everyone's kind of calling a bit of fraudulent because they've been kind of off. So mm-hmm. I think the fact that they're at home, it's going to make it really hard for Tua. Um, they're going to be able to get four pressure in with four and he's going to be able to just you do make Tua go to his second read because Tua is just get down there chuck it right yeah. away first read if you can make him go to the second read hold on to it for half a second longer you can get to him and I think Eagles can do that I think they're the the to me this is can and if Miami could come out and beat this have this huge win then they'll prove that they're for real and they're Super yeah. Bowl contenders but until you can beat the big teams you're still going to be Small fish. So a small fish in a uh, giant pot. So I'm going to go with the Eagles to win this one. I think it's going to be a really fun game. I think it's going to be a shootout because I think both teams can score. I'm going to go 33 to 28 for Ooh, the a bit of a five point beating. Yeah, Philly. a lot of points in that one. I also yeah. have uh, the winning team scoring 33 points, but I, I have Miami winning this one. Um, I think Philadelphia, you know, got exposed a bit by the Jets last week. Um, and Still a few issues I think that they're going to have. I think Miami, you know, five and one, they're feeling it. They do have defensive issues, which will be exposed by Philadelphia. But they just have all that score. And and I don't think Philadelphia has faced a team like this uh, that just scores at you all over the place. Um, so I think they're going to face a, a real tough time here. Uh, 
you know, we, we've talked about Philadelphia before, just something not feeling right. And uh, this could be that one that, that shakes it loose. 33-26, I have Miami winning. The final game, Monday Nighter. Another team who's 5-1, and one, who coming off a loss, Brock Purdy and Moody, who brought his family to the game only to be embarrassed by only going one for three in field goals. Uh, they're 5-1. and one. <laughs> They're facing a Minnesota team who definitely is not selling off the team. Dustin Jefferson's still out. But they're 2-4 and four, uh, at home. Kirk Cousins, Monday night, prime time, 44 points. Oh, no, baby. Baby. Seven-point favorites no, for no, San No Biden. weapons. Uh, no weapons on prime time, too. So, yeah. Again, I, I yeah, I think you can attribute a lot of things to San Fred's game last week. You know, the weather was crap. It, the massive amount of number of injuries that, that that occurred on the field. You know, that defense you were going against. So, like, Purdy is allowed to have. I'm becoming like a Purdy defender, even though I didn't yeah. believe in him at the beginning because he's played really well. So yeah. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and not just jump on him and be like, "See, I told you." Because again, I think Minnesota is a great bounce back game in the dome where you can basically move it, move the ball down the field. The question is, is who's going to be playing? You know, is it going to mm-hmm. Debo going to be back? Is McCaffrey playing? I'm not so worried if McCaffrey's not playing, they're still going to be able to run it because yeah. all Shanahan's teams seem to be able to run it. That doesn't seem to be a thing. The problem is if, if it's just going to be the Brandon Ayuk show, that could be a problem. But it's again, when you have that defense, Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, they're not going to be able to do anything on Minnesota. I can't see them being able to run it really well, being able to pass it. I think San Francisco's angry after that last week. They feel that they should be undefeated. Brock Purdy's got a nice bounce back game with three touchdowns. I think Kittle, Kittle could have a really big game in this one. So I'm going to go with the Niners to win this quite easily. I just don't think Minnesota is even close on, on a talent level. Uh, so I'm going to go, uh, I'll go 30 to 21. Yeah, it's uh, well. They're saying that San Fran should have a lot of guys back. I mean, they were saying uh, McCaffrey's injury was like abdominal strain and oblique. Maybe, I think it was oblique, oblique. oblique. Yeah, you know, same same part of the gut. I, you know, we're we're all ripped, so I, I can feel my obliques from my abdominals, <laughs> as you know. Um, but uh, this is the battle for me of my two tight ends because in most of a lot of my fantasies, I have Hawkinson and Kittle. Um, so I'm torn uh-huh. in this game, but um, not torn enough that uh, I think San Fran's going to whoop them because uh, I think they will. Prime time. Um, and it's just Minnesota's offensive line against that front of San Fran. Man, I think Kirk Cousins is in for a hell of a day. Fred Warner is going to rip his head off. But, I, you know, they still have some uh, – Kirk Cousins still puts up the yards, man. So it'll still be there. I just don't know if the points will be there as well. I've got it 26 to 13. San Fran wins, easily covers the score, goes to six and one. That's it for our week seven picks, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you keep checking out our Facebook page, like and share and do all the stuff you want there and check out our website, nflandlondon.com. Everyone, thanks for listening. Enjoy your week seven.